Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome back to our golden 20s podcast my name is tegan and i am doing a little solo episode for you all this week basically back in february when we started season three we did an ask on our instagram about what type of content you all would like to hear for this season and one thing that was brought up was that listeners enjoyed solo episodes. And for the most part, we do just record together because we like chatting to each other. But we've been trying to do more sort of solo episodes here and there. So I am very excited for you all to join me for what is actually my first like truly solo episode. The other weeks where I've been on my own, I've always been talking to other people besides Sadie. So this will be a very interesting experience. We'll see if I can manage to talk for a reasonable amount of time on my own. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. So if you're wondering where Sadie is, she's actually in Mexico for this weekend. She's with her friend there as a plus one, going to a wedding. And here in Toronto, the weather this weekend just became very like autumnal. So I think it'll be a good time to be somewhere warm like we're finally getting chilly nights and while that is nice to be like a new season it'll also be nice I think to be somewhere warm and so that's where Sadie is in case you're wondering she will be back next week and yeah we will be back to our normally scheduled programming and so one thing that I did think would be interesting for me to talk about solo is sort of being in a long-term committed relationship because for those who maybe don't know, Sadie is single. She's never had a long-term boyfriend, whereas I am in a relationship. I've been dating the same person for 10 years, and this week we've been married for three years. So it's quite the contrast, I think. And it kind of goes to show, I don't know, how different people's lives become during their 20s. You will know friends, I think, who are, you know, still in school by the end of their 20s. Friends who have started their own businesses, friends who have a marriage, friends who have kids, friends who are single, friends who stay living with their parents. Like it's a sort of a decade where there's a big change in most people's lives. And so I think what I want to talk about this week is sort of the pros and cons of spending your 20s in a relationship. 
I know Sadie has talked about the sort of shame that she's felt and whether that's internal or from other people about being in her late 20s and not being in a relationship. Whereas I feel like I've also felt shame for being in my 20s and spending my 20s in a relationship, which I think just goes to show how women can never win. No matter what you do, you will always feel sort of a criticism or feel the people... I don't know, disagree with your decision. And I don't know. I feel like if you have been single this whole time and maybe it's coming from relatives or just yourself from movies, it's like, what is wrong with me? Why am I still single? Whereas me, who's been in a relationship this long, I hear a lot of like criticisms about only being with one person for that long or that I'm missing out on my 20s. My 20s are supposed to be like my wild experimental days. And so I've, you know, missed them spending the time with one person. And so I'm going to kind of go into more detail, I think, about what some of the pros and cons of spending your 20s in a relationship, what they are. And spoiler alert, I I believe that the pros outweigh the cons because I am in a relationship. Truly, if, you know, I thought that there were more cons than pros, I would just break up and be single. But so that, I guess, spoils the end of the episode. But I think to start things off, we can talk a little bit about the cons of spending your 20s and your like in one relationship or in, you know, in a relationship rather than as a single person. And I think a big one that came to mind is that you might not know necessarily who you are or what you're looking for in a relationship. And so there is the argument to be made that you can be finding that out in a relationship. But then on the other side, there's the argument that maybe you need to figure out who you are on your own before you try and make it work with someone else and truly know who you are and what you want so that you don't end up just doing what your partner thinks or what your partner suggests or what they value. And so that I think is the big one. And that I think is one of the pros of say waiting until your 30s to become a part of a committed relationship is that you will know who you are. You'll know what you value. Hopefully you have an understanding of what you want your career to look like and you've built that up and you know how you like to spend your time. For example, I met my husband in school. So when we were leaving school, there was the thought of like, maybe we only exist well together because we're in school and you get a lot of time just to hang out. You're not working. It's stressful, but it's not like that stressful. And so there is a value, I think, in maybe waiting for that committed relationship. And I do think that this is why a lot of relationships fail when you're in your 20s is you don't know who you are or what you want or you think you know what you want. And then when you get it, you realize it's not. So that, I think, is the main con. There's also the point that you can't really be spontaneous. If you are a single gal, you could be like, I'm going to move to France and do it the next day. You're like, I'm going to go on vacation to Hawaii. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to go get a tattoo. I'm going to go get a cat. Whatever it is, if you're the only person that you're looking out for, you get to make those decisions and you get to be spontaneous. And that I think is 
a lot of like the fun of your 20s is that spontaneity. Whereas if you're in a relationship, obviously you still get to be selfish and think of yourself, but there is the element of there's another person here I need to be looking out for. If you're in a relationship with someone and you just decide I'm going to move to Paris, say like Mr. Big does to Carrie, that's weird. That's a red flag. There's the potential that your relationship isn't going to work because you're not thinking of the other person. And obviously, like if you're in a relationship, you could move to France. It's whatever. But it needs to be a bigger discussion because it involves two people. So I think that that's another pro you know, being a single gal in your 20s, you get to be spontaneous. And that is what a lot of people highlight as like one of the biggest things of being in your 20s. Also, I think that being in a relationship in your 20s can sort of limit your experimentation, whether that's with like the type of people you're dating, your like experiences, whether it's like the types of dates you go on or sexually, you're limited to the one person that you're with. And even as far as like where you live, the kind of things you do, once you have a partner that you're committed to, it's almost like you're combining their interests with yours. So some of that experimentation, I think, can become sort of limited. And the last sort of con that I was thinking of, of, you know, spending your 20s in your relationship is that it makes you split your limited time even more. And this is something that I found that I really struggled with out of school. Like you only have so many hours in the day, 24 to be specific. And in your 20s, I find a big part of it is trying to figure out the balance between how you want to spend your time. And whether it's you know, you want to dedicate all your time to work or you're like, these are for having fun these years. So I'm going to dedicate my time to my friends or I, you know, want to spend that time with my family. If you're bringing in an important part of your life in the form of a relationship, you're splitting your valuable time even more and something's got to give. So it's like, I want to, you know, spend more time with my boyfriend. And so that means that I'm not going to be pulling the late nights at work. And that's going to, you know, maybe my career will suffer for it. Or if I have the choice, you know, I'm working busy during the week. So I have a Saturday to hang out with someone. I'm going to pick hanging out with my boyfriend over my friends. And that's going to hurt my friendship. Even if we think about holidays, you know, you only get one Christmas a year and you're like, I value, you know, spending the time with my boyfriend. So I'm going to go visit his family for Christmas and then your family suffers for it. And so I think that that's maybe a part that people don't realize or think about that much. But it is a big part of being in a committed relationship is you're committing to spend time with that person. And when you're busy, you're trying to figure out your shit in your 20s. Sometimes that means that things are going to suffer. I've had jobs that were mad because I would go, you know, leave a work event to go hang out with my boyfriend if he wasn't invited. And I'm glad I made that decision. But if you're someone who's more career focused, you might regret that decision, right? And so I think that those are sort of the major cons of spending your 20s in a relationship. You don't get to sort of figure out who you are, what you prioritize, what you like. 
because you are also trying to figure out how to make this other person like you, how to make your life work with two people in it and that kind of thing. And so I'm basically saying that so that if you're someone listening who's, you know, in your 20s, in your 30s, who's never had a relationship, like there are pros. You've spent that time figuring yourself out and you probably know yourself better than I know myself because I've been spending time, you know, figuring out my husband and figuring out our relationship. Whereas if I was alone, I would just be figuring out my own stuff. And so I just wanted to sort of start there to say that there is value to prioritizing yourself. There is a value to spending time alone. So it's valid to be someone who's maybe older than you think you should be and single. That's fine. It's all like age is just a number. Literally, none of this matters. For some reason, it's become this whole big thing in society that by a certain age, you have to have kissed and by a certain age, you have to have a boyfriend or have lost your virginity or moved in with someone when literally none of it matters. It's all good. We're all figuring it out. So I did want to start there. Now I think I'll dive into some of the pros of being in a relationship. And like I said, I feel that there are more pros for me, but that necessarily isn't the same for anyone listening. It's all going to be super personal and it's also going to be depending on the person that you're with as well but these are the pros that I've found as someone who spent almost their entire 20s in a committed relationship so the number one thing is the stability and this I feel like is such a major thing and has literally been a lifesaver for me through my 20s we all know that your 20s are very crazy. <laughs> like things are changing. In my 20s, I've, you know, moved three times. I've done a degree in school. I've been fired once, laid off once. I've had a grandparent die and there's still two years left. So who knows what kinds of, you know, craziness is going to happen. And so I find that with all of that craziness, to have someone who's just like your rock, who loves you unconditionally, who you can just tell anything to, who's there to like love you, accept you, and help you, like that cannot be sort of overstated how helpful that has been for me in my 20s. And obviously, we all have people in our lives who are like that. Maybe it's your siblings, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your therapist, your roommate, your best friend. But there is something special, like I said, to have someone who's there all the time, who loves you unconditionally, and whose one job is to love you and support you. And then you do the same for them. That is the biggest pro that I've found in being in a committed relationship this whole time. And sure, I'm giving up some of the spontaneity, some of the experimentation. I'm giving up time at work when I could be, you know, advancing my career. But it's worth it for me because I need to have that positivity in my life. I think another big thing that is not like a very sexy thing to talk about. And it's maybe sort of dystopian that this is even a part of the conversation. But from a financial perspective, being in a relationship is much better for your bank account 
than being single. And, you know, uh, we live in Toronto. It's a very, very expensive city. Rent alone. My rent my entire adult life has been split. It was split by roommates and then it was split between me and my husband. And I don't know that I could live in Toronto if I was just a single girl or if I was, I would be in debt and living with roommates in a tiny apartment. And so that I think is another huge pro of spending your 20s in your relationship. Your 20s are expensive. You're new to the workforce. You're figuring things out. Even splitting groceries. We have very expensive groceries in Canada as well. But it is so much easier to shop for two people and split that grocery bill than to try and shop as one single person. Same goes for traveling. You're splitting a hotel room, that kind of thing. And it is lame to be thinking of your relationship as a pro from the financial perspective, but it's also realistic. If you're someone who's maybe on the fence about it, it it makes a difference. You save money. You get to build your finances together. This can help you have a stronger relationship. And so that, I think, is a definite pro. Kind of on the same wavelength is the splitting of the household work and responsibilities. This is maybe something you don't realize when you know, you live in your parents' house, but there is a lot of work that goes into just maintaining a household. From like the simple things of taking out the garbage, doing the dishes, cleaning the floors, that kind of stuff, it's a lot of work. And so to have another person, and obviously this works if you have a roommate too, but to have another person who's splitting that work, it just makes your time outside of work so much more enjoyable. Because you know, maybe they handle all the outdoor chores and you handle all the indoor chores or they take care of the garbage and dishes and you take care of the laundry and the floors or whatever it is. It just makes it also go so much faster. Obviously, with two of you living there, (laughs) the mess is going to accumulate faster. But I still think uh, the help with cleaning outweighs the quicker messes. And so, again, this is not a very sexy reason to be in a relationship, but I think it's valid. And this, I think, shows my age that these are the things that impress me. But it does impress me. Like, when you've had a hard day of work, you're like, I don't want to go home and sit by myself and look at my filthy apartment. You've had a hard day of work, you get home, and your partner has cleaned your apartment. Like, that is just life made. These are the things that bring you joy in your 20s. And so that again, I think is a big pro. Just having someone there to help you. Like if you are sick, there's someone there who will go out and get you cold meds and, you know, buy you soup. If you need a ride somewhere and you feel like you don't feel comfortable driving, if you need a DD, if you need someone to, you know, read over your scary email you're gonna send, if you need someone to get you a glass of water, someone to give you a cuddle because you watched a scary movie, just having someone there as a helper, I think is another pro. Because as you're leaving your parents' house and your teens, You're like, how do I exist without my parents taking care of me? You can find someone who can help with some of that burden, which I think can be super helpful, especially when you're sick. I feel like this is maybe, I don't know, a stereotype, but I feel like a lot of single girls are like, I've got this until you have that one day when you're feeling bad 
and you're like, I just want someone else here to take care of me. I don't want to be the strong one. I need some help. That's when it really makes all the difference, I think, to have a partner, someone whose job, like I said, is to take care of you. Another thing is that you get to sort of start your adult life earlier. And so this is one of those things that might not be of value to everyone. If you don't care about getting married, if you don't care about having kids, you can wait until you're in your 60s to date because who cares? You'll start your life when you feel like it. But if you're someone who, you know, wants to have kids, there is a sort of timeline that goes along with that. And so by dating earlier, you get to kickstart that timeline. If you're a person who, you know, wants to get married and wants to have certain people at your wedding who maybe are getting up there in age, there's also that element too, where if you're not getting married until you're later, you have the chance that maybe your grandparents won't be at your wedding. And so that I think can be something if that's a value to you that can sort of play a part as well. So for me, I was just starting school. That's when I met my husband. And we've got to sort of plan our timeline together, which has been interesting because I don't think that I'm necessarily a person who has specific dates or ages in mind. I wasn't like, I need to be married by the time I'm 25 and have my first kid by the time I'm 27 or anything like that. It's just sort of, you know, worked out organically. We're getting married at this time or whatever it might be. But I know that there are people out there who have these certain timelines in mind. And again, like the child age range thing, that's a valid reason, I think, to be like, I want to spend my 20s committing to someone, learning that we work right together so that we can have a child while I'm able. And so that, I think, is another pro. Although, like I said, that might not be valid for every single person. Some people don't care. I didn't really care but it is important for some people. I think something else that's interesting that could be maybe a pro or a con to being in a relationship through your 20s is that you grow together. And so some people, I think, value growing on your own and independently. I don't necessarily find that any is more, I don't know, that either is smarter or the better to grow on your own or to grow with someone. I grew with someone and I do think that that made our relationship stronger because we got to learn things together and we got to make mistakes together, which I think has made our relationship as strong as it is. But again, there are people out there who I think value learning lessons on their own or being strong on their own, being able to exist on their own. And so now I feel confident that my husband and I, we could fully exist on our own. It would be okay. But we learned how to get there together. And so I think that that makes our relationship stronger, where I feel like it would take longer if you're two independent people who only know how to exist on their own to come together and try and... I don't know, sort of start your relationship and start that growth from a place where you're already grown. And so that I think is the last sort of pro that came to mind for me as far as someone who's spent their 20s in a relationship. 
And all this to say, there is no right answer. You might spend your 20s in a relationship and regret it. You might spend your 20s single and feel great about it and feel like this is what has made me strong and ready for a relationship. I'm just trying to sort of shine some light on how there are both good and bad things that come with being single and being in a relationship. Because of course there are. With every decision we make, there's good and bad things. And both choices are valid. You don't have to feel bad that you've spent your 20s with one guy. Because I have been around girls who have tried to shame me for that. And I don't feel shame about it. I feel proud that I've been with the same person. I find that if they're saying that, it's maybe coming from a place, I don't know, of insecurity within them. But it is something that comes up. And I know Sadie's talked about it. The shame that she's sort of, I don't know, had thrown at her because of her singleness. When if you look at someone like Sadie's life, she's built an amazing life on her own. So that deserves kudos. She has a great career. She's got a great apartment. She lives in her dream city. She's got her little cat who is the one true love of her life. And so that is valid too. And so I don't think there needs to be this pressure to maybe make a decision on how you're going to spend your 20s. But I just wanted to sort of talk through the things maybe I've learned as someone who's spent their whole 20s in a relationship. And I do feel like any person you talk to is going to have, you know, a different story. But I am grateful for the way I've spent my 20s and that I've spent it with my husband and that we've got to learn and grow together and make mistakes. But I do think it has made our relationship stronger. So for that, I am grateful. And so I think that's where I'm going to leave it this week. I want to keep it sort of short. I don't want to spend an hour just talking about my relationship. But I mean, if that interests you, let me know. I certainly could revisit the topic. But yeah, I think that's where I'll leave it. We put out a new episode every Tuesday. So make sure you're following and you're subscribed to us so that you see when those new episodes drop. We also on Spotify ask for suggestions for what sort of episodes you'd like to hear. So if there's something maybe I talked about that resonated with you or a topic, you know, you are in your 20s, you don't know how to deal with something, leave us a message on Spotify or you can reach out to us on social media. We've been trying to cover more of your requests. We're at our golden 20s on pretty much every platform. Our main ones are Instagram and TikTok. So like I said, you can send us a episode suggestion there or give us a shout. Tell us what your relationship's like, whatever it might be. We love hearing from you all. We also have just started posting to YouTube, YouTube Shorts. So maybe check that out if you're a YouTube Shorts person. I don't know. I would appreciate like feedback, love. We've only had one comment so far and it was so rude. So (laughs) I need all the support I can get, please. And we also have a Patreon, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. We don't get paid for our our work here. In fact, we spend money (laughs) to record these episodes. And so we love all our patrons and they've been helping us, you know, offset the cost of this production. I think that's everything for this week. We will see you next Tuesday.